Unity of Farmington Hills, a positive path for spiritual living. Good morning, Unity of Farmington Hills. Good morning. Oh, there we go. All right. Good to know everybody's awake. We're going to do uh, start off with a Beatles song for you. This is God, I Want to Know Your Love. One, two. Tell you something, I'll sing it right out loud. When I say that something, I wanna know your love. I wanna know your love. I wanna know your love. Oh, please say to me, you'll let me learn to love. They were volunteer, a volunteer who she saw it on Eventbrite, because Eileen put it on Eventbrite. She came with her kids, opened up her trunk, decorated it, and she gave. We had over 240 trunk trick-or-treaters. Wow. So I want to thank everybody who was a part of it. I'm looking forward to doing it again. And even with the Michigan, Michigan State. Go Green! Go Green! Yes. So, so thank you all. I'm going to have uh, Donna come up and give the announcements. Thank you for helping me bring my dream to, to life, that we're having more kids here. I'm excited. Yes. Mm -hmm. 
Good morning, Unity of Farmington Hills. Yeah, it's a wonderful day. I don't know why I'm so giddy. <laughs> Go green. <laughs> um, my name's Donna Opoka. I'm uh, your platform assistant today. Due to the change in weather, our fellowship gathering is canceled until further notice. Uh, stay tuned for further information from our board. They're trying to figure out how to do it best. You know, they're, they're basing their decision on the CDC guide, guidelines to help prevent the spread of COVID. But now that the weather is a little cooler, we, we need to figure that out. Our next six-week beginner's Tai Chi class begins this Thursday, November 4th, and ends December 16th. It is on Thursdays from 7 to 8. Uh, it goes six weeks uh, with Thanksgiving being off. The class is $30 and is open to everyone. The next critical conversations meeting is next Monday, November 8th on Zoom at 7 p.m. Feel free to invite others to join us. Our women's group meets again November 14th at 11.45 a.m. featuring earrings make earring making with Pat Hatfield. There is a love offering of five to $10 per pair of earrings. Pat will have the tools, the beads, and all the supplies. Our Giving Sunday service will be on November 21st. This is our opportunity to show our appreciation and commitment to Unity of Farmington Hills by catching up on our tithes and pledges or by giving extra as we are guided by God. Our Adopt-A-Family fundraiser starts November 28th, next Sunday. We will have more details. We still need volunteers for the Children's Church, the audio and video tech team, and transportation assistance. To volunteer, click on the volunteer link on our website, unityfh.com. For information regarding the Volunteers of America, Veterans Day car giveaway, click on the Veterans Outreach page on our website. To stay abreast of upcoming events, visit our website regularly or read through our weekly newsletter, which is emailed every Friday. You can sign up for our email blasts on the bottom of our homepage. To schedule an appointment with Reverend Kelly or for prayer, please email her at seniorminister at unityfh.com or call 248-737-9191. Her office hours are Tuesdays from 10 to 4 and Wednesdays from 11 to 5. You may also place your prayer requests in the prayer box on the counter across the sanctuary or email prayerchaplains at unityfh.com. Our prayer chaplains are Roxanne Berry and Eileen Lindbergh. Yes, we are so grateful to them for their sacred service to our spiritual community. This concludes our announcements for today. And now, as our music team sings Surely the Presence, let us open our hearts and minds to hear the daily word and for our opening prayer and meditation. 
this place I can feel God's mighty power and God's grace I can hear the brush of angels wings I see glory on each face surely the presence of the Lord is in this place. Can you hear me now? Okay, you can hear me now. Good. Uh, let me put my keys down here. Today has been a crazy day, but we're going to stay in a peaceful space. Take a deep breath. It's Halloween. It's supposed to be crazy and spooky. Ah, man. The word for today, Sunday, October 31st, 2021, is protected. I find my protection in the light of, light, of faith and truth. Let's breathe that in. And I'll say it again. I find my protection in the light of faith and truth. And the message reads, I smile and act frightened as I recognize the neighborhood children who came to my door wearing scary masks and costumes. Children of all ages enjoying playing make-believe. I'll say that again. Children of all ages enjoy playing make-believe. Pretend a fright is part of the fun of Halloween. Now and then, in response to an unexpected an unwelcome challenge, more serious thoughts of fear seep into my mind and upset my emotional well-being. At the first hint of unease, I remember that all of the protecting power of God is as near as my next thought. I say no to fear and yes to faith. My confidence grows as I per practice the divine presence discovering not only the power, protecting power, but also the guiding love and wisdom of God everywhere I go and in everything I do. And today's scripture comes from Psalm 18, verses 31 and 32. For who is God except the Lord? And who is a rock besides our God, the God who girded me with strength and made my way safe? Let us gently close our eyes and take a deep breath. And just let your attention gently flow down into the center of your chest, your heart center. Tune into the feeling of peace and love. And let's go into a brief meditation. So I invite you to gently breathe in love. And exhale, I release and let go. And breathe in love more deeply this time. And exhale, I release and let go. 
And take one third deep, deep, deep breath. Breathe in deeply, love. And exhale. I release. I let go. I trust God. And just for a brief little bit, sit in that feeling of release. That knowing that wherever you are in this very moment, God is with you. Let us be in this moment in the presence of God in our mind. Just let your body relax in the feeling of peace. And in God's love. Let go of the hustle and bustle of this morning. God is with you right now. All is well. You are safe. You are at peace. And you are completely loved and accepted just as you are. Let's take another deep, deep breath and breathe that in deeply. God, we thank you for that knowing. And we thank you for your mighty gift of love that loves and accepts us completely and teaches us to do the same. Amen. Now we can open our eyes. And let us affirm our statement of being together. God is all, both invisible and visible, one presence. One mind, one power is all. This one that is all is perfect life, perfect love, and perfect substance. I am an individualized expression of God. I am ever one with this perfect life, perfect love, and perfect substance. And let me apologize for not, we don't have the slides. That's on me. My husband put everything, and I forget, left it at home, the thumb drive, so... We're going to let God do what God do. <laughs> so let's go ahead and do our UFH affirmation together. We give thanks for our expansive congregation that fills our halls, sanctuary, and classrooms with seekers of unity truth, fills our hearts with love and joy, and provides us with all of the necessary resources to co-create a loving and compassionate spirit-filled world. There's a lot of green in this church today. A sense of theme, celebration. I don't see much maize and blue, but that's okay. It's a good game. You fought valiantly. Next year is always next year, right? <laughs> uh, normally Bernard would be singing this song, but he's not here today, so... 
I won't do it justice, but you guys know the tune. It's a fun Isley Brothers song, and we've done it before, and it's great around this time of year, so.
Houston. We got our director back. Let's give him another hand. <laughs> Woo! I'm, uh, thank you for that. I, I needed that. I needed to re, uh, reconfigure, recenter, and all that jazz. That was awesome. <laughs> oh my goodness! Yeah, that was good. Uh, so, uh, Lauren, you did you did some good to that. You did justice to that song. <laughs> oh man, man, man! I, I'm um, I'm full right now. I'm really, really, really full. And so, it, you know, and I've been, let me just be real with you. When you are navigating this world of being in spirit, it's not always easy because you still got to honor your human, you know? You, you still got to honor the emotions that come up. You still got to honor those times when you need to rest. You still got to honor those times when you just need to grieve. Even if it's been a while, my sister's birthday was on Friday, the 29th, you know, and she's passed. And I'm so glad she's with God. I'm so glad she's not in pain, but my human misses her so much. And so that this weekend has been with me because it's been a big deal for Halloween, you know, for her birthday and all of that, you know. So yesterday, um, I think she guided those kids to come. We had 240 kids, more than 240 kids. And I felt her, but I'm just full. So, you know, it gets you kind of discombobulated sometimes when you're getting ready in the morning. So I'm just letting you know where I am. So, and I'm also full with our, be, our being able to handle a need in our community yesterday. There's a need to make sure that when children are trick-or-treating, they do it in a safe way. And what better way than having some beautiful church people, a beautiful spiritual family that also motivates somebody else from the outside to come into the fold to be with us, to offer some cheer and some fun and some enjoyment as they go through and trick-or-treat during the day. It was rainy kind of and a little bit dreary a little bit. It was kind of chilly. For me, it was cold, but other people, it was chilly. I'm just being real with you. I got some little legs, and I got a little body, and I was freezing. I wasn't just rocking. The wind was blowing me. <laughs> and so it was, it, my heart felt so full to be able to give to that need. Like it was my idea to bring back, do, do whatever we can. To my, I'll say it was my dream. It was you guys' idea too because you wanted children back here. But it was my dream to be able to do something together to make that happen. And we did. We did. We were giving from God yesterday. We were giving from the Spirit of God inside of us yesterday. And this is all way off track on how God had me practice it, so I'm just going to go with it. Let me just really be real with you. The title of my talk today is Giving from God. And I've been looking at ways that I've been intentionally doing that, intentionally trying to be an expression of God, especially since when we spoke um, a couple, several weeks ago, and Jesus says, be the light that shines in the world, that people see your good deeds and praise God. That they see your good deeds and praise God. Let me say that again. That they see your good deeds and they praise God. But there's an intention that happens in you in order for them to see your good deeds and praise God on it and not you. There's something that happens 
in your consciousness where when you're doing your good deeds, you're doing your good deeds just for the sake of doing the good deeds as you are guided by God. And people see that light in you and they praise God. You're giving from God. In the scriptures that I'm talking about today, that I'm going to be using today, it's coming from teach, um, Jesus' teaching. It's still in Matthew because we're going, to, we're going to try to finish the Sermon on the Mount. And this comes from Matthew chapter 6, verses 1 through 4. And it is the teaching about giving to the needy. Back then when they were giving, when the Pharisees were giving, and the rabbis and the teachers were giving, they were giving from their human side. They were giving for the accolades that they'd get from people. They were giving to show off and look good. They were not giving from God. So Jesus is addressing that in, in this, these scriptures. He says, like I said, it's Matthew chapter 6, verses 1 through 4, and I'm reading from the New Living Translation. It says, watch out. Don't do your good deeds publicly to get admired by others, for you will lose the reward from your Father in heaven. When you give to someone in need, don't do as the hypocrites do, blowing trumpets in the synagogues and streets to call attention to their acts of charity. I tell you the truth. And he, when he said, I tell you the truth, he did tell the truth. I'm telling you the truth. <laughs> they, are, they have received all the reward they will ever get. But when you give to someone in need, don't let your left hand know what your right hand is doing. Give your gifts in private, and your Father who sees everything will reward you. Let me just take a second to just thank God for blessing this scripture, for blessing us, for opening us up to hear from the spirit, the spirit of this message. Amen. So, Pharisees and Sadducees and rabbis and teachers at the time were giving, like I said, just for the sake of getting the accolades. So they'd make a big deal out of it. Oh, we're giving our alms. We're giving to the needy. And you notice what it says, when you give to the needy. Because back in the Jewish tradition, and still now, giving was something that was part of their tradition. They gave on a regular basis, especially to those who were widows. Um, and anyone who didn't have a, a man in the family, but they had the mother in the family, or if the, if the mother lost her son and she was a widow, they gave, they, that was part of their tradition, is giving. And I love that it is part of the tradition here at UFH to give. I love that I was led to a church that is so generous and open to giving. If, they see, if you see a need, you just give it. You hear somebody, we need something, so just go. Something will pop up. Something will show up. It's like, wow, we got it. We got what we need. And that's what they did back then. But the Pharisees, remember, we've been talking about your actions being just doing it for the sake of doing it. And before he was talking about those people who would do different things so that they wouldn't be punished, like following the Ten Commandments. And then he was talking about letting your righteousness exceed the righteousness of the Pharisees because the Pharisees were doing things just for the sake of the accolades of, humankind, from, of human beings. That won't get you anywhere. Patting yourself on the back, and then you walk away, and that's it. But imagine... The feeling that comes from following what you're led to do by God. And then you feel this inner, inner feeling of love 
and joy welling up in you as you're guided to do this. And then once you've do, done it and you walk away fulfilled, you're self-fulfilled. The Christ in you has done his purpose. And now you are full of that. You're full of the spirit, the infinite, almighty power of God inside of you. And you tune into that energy, that vibration. It doesn't leave once, you, once you've done the, the act. You're waiting to see what to do next, where God wants you to be God's presence next. That's more powerful than saying, hey, man, I saw you do that. And you get a smile, and then you walk away. That's coming from the human perspective, and the human perspective is limited. It does not fill you up like God. When we were sitting out there, we weren't doing it for the accolades yesterday. We were doing it just for the sheer joy of giving these children an opportunity to have a safe place to trick-or-treat. And Donna and Dennis showed out. They showed up as clowns. Here come in the clowns. Here come the clowns. And everybody wanted pictures with them. And then they walked right past me. I had my angel's wings on. I'm just saying. I mean, you ha I had to turn around for you to see them, but still, I turned and they still walked past me. Because my big old coat covered up the wing, you know. I'm just saying. Some people like, oh, as I walked away, oh, you have on angel's wings. You're an angel. You didn't see it before? That's okay. They're angel wings and spirit. They keep me going. But that right there was a lot of fun. It lit us up being able to give. And it, and it helped to have the Michigan game going in the, under the tent so folks can show up and watch the Michigan game too. The, the, the Michigan... <laughs> Did I say that wrong? The state, the Michigan State game. I could tell when they were doing good because Dennis was yelling and I could tell when they weren't because Dennis was like, oh man! <laughs> he was listening on the radio. But to have the children come through, that is the spirit. And we were not doing it for accolades. Our hearts are so full. Over 240 children. When you do it for the heart of God, when you give from God, you will give exceedingly and abundantly because God will give it to you to give. Because we ran out of candy. And the Ladd family went and got more candy. Ken and De Deborah Ladd went and got candy and, and spread it around. And then we had an abundance. When it was time to wrap up, we still had something to go. I'm like, it's cold out here. We're going to leave. Faith is like, well, can I say, yeah, you can stay, but I'm out of here. So he says here, when you give to someone in need, don't do it as the hypocrites do, blowing your trumpets. The hypocrites, hypocrite means being an actor. You ever done something or uh, done a good deed or done something and you weren't really right with it in your heart? You didn't really want to do it. I remember my parents telling me to share. And I had four sisters and brothers. Had my little thing and I had to share. I did it, but I didn't want to. <laughs> I acted, oh, here, here. I hate you, I hate you, I hate you. <laughs> I'm serious. Your kids, you don't realize your words. I hate you. I'm going to catch you at, in the room. You know, that was just the spirit as a child. But it's also a spirit when you're immature in spiritual consciousness. You just do it in a way that's for show. I'm challenging us to go past that consciousness. I'm challenging us today 
to go deeper inside of your relationship with God. See, this is a paradigm shift, what Jesus is giving us. Jesus is teaching us. Last week, we talked about radical forgiveness. Jesus, I've done that. And even if you gave them money, it was begrudgingly because you felt an obligation to. I've done that. You ever had moments of giving to somebody who asked to borrow money or something like that, and you really didn't want to because you didn't think they would give it back to you, but you did it anyway? Your mind is like, uh, uh, they probably won't give it back. And you have judgment there, but you give it anyway. The one who suffers in those moments, to be real with you, is you, me, when we're in that space. I want us to be in a space where we are always shining light inside of us, always in tune with God, because that's when you tap into your divine, healthy, whole blueprint of life. Whenever we are a hypocrite, and our actions are not in alignment with God, and our actions are not in alignment with love, and our actions are not in alignment with oneness, especially when you're giving, that energy that you give goes out there and draws it back to you. If you're giving out judgment, you draw it back to you. Jesus here spiritually is not just talking about monetary gifts to people. Jesus is talking about how you think about people. Jesus is talking about how you speak to people because when you send it out there, you're giving it to that person. If you're sitting around talking about somebody who's doing something at church, I, I'm going to be starting to say, well, go tell that person how you feel. Because triangulation only triangulates, it's, it's, um, stagnates and suffocates the expression of oneness and love. If there's something in your heart that needs to be healed towards someone else, give them the opportunity of being the expression of love to them. This is not just giving to people who are in need financially. This is giving to people who you feel guided to give the love to when you're having issues with them. When you're having issues with someone, there's a need there. There's a need for you to shift your consciousness, for me to shift my consciousness first, and then to repent by expressing love to the person anyway. I thought God was just going to have me talk about giving and financially, but this is not, this is deeper because you got to, we have to be aligned fully with God. Like, think about your relationship with God. Like, for real, for real, for real. How deep are you in love with God? I promise you it has to be deeper than even your spouse. I promise you it has to be deeper than even yourself. Because when you're in love with God, deeper than anything else in this world, anyone else in this world, even you, you will tap into a wealth of power, a wealth and a source of strength that is greater than you can ever give anyone on your own. And when you give to yourself love, when you start to love God from that consciousness and you start to love yourself from that consciousness, you become a stronger expression of love to your spouse, your family, and anyone else that comes into contact with you. That is the need that needs to be satisfied in this world. The, world sa the, the song says what the world needs love now is love what? Sweet love. That's not the truth. The world already has love. It's tucked away in our hearts. 
What the, love tr- what the world truly needs is for us to act like it, for us to give it. It's not just the Jewish people who, are cre- who have the tradition of giving. It is in your heart and in mind that we are given the opportunity to give from the full presence of love. Does that make sense? God has really moved me. So when it says not to do it, to to do it in a way that your left hand doesn't know what your right hand is doing, what that means is to do it, and it does say to do it in secret. But then, in, like I just said, in, in Matthew uh, 5.15, it says to, do, to be a light that the world will see your deeds and glorify God. The intention here is that as you do from the consciousness of God, your human is not in a way T- trying to question it. How much should I give? When should I give? This is too much. And being stingy. When you give from God, there's no part of you that questions it. That, that giving to where your left hand doesn't know what your right hand is doing is a metaphor. It's an exaggerated uh, form of speaking back then. That means to give so fully in the consciousness of God that your human can't help but follow suit. Does that make sense? Thank you. Thank you, Lauren. <laughs> Everybody else is looking at me. I'm thinking somebody's across and try to understand what I'm saying. And then it says, give your gifts in private, and your Father who sees everything will reward you. Now, that contradicts what was said earlier, too, in Matthew 5, where it says to be a light unto the world, that people see your deeds and glorify God. The difference between the two of what Jesus is saying here and what Jesus is saying back in Matthew 5 is that when you give for the sake of of giving as you're guided from, by God. Because you're con- coming from the consciousness of God, God gets glorified automatically. Your light is shining from the consciousness of God. When you give for the sake of giving just because you want the accolades, then, you are sh- then there's a dark, there are dark energy going out there. God wants us to give, and sometimes you will, it will be where it's not si- uh, secret but they will see the intention behind your giving. And the intention will be because she was guided by God. They will see what you say, and the intention will be she's guided by God or he's guided by God or they're guided by God, not just for the accolades. We did not do this yesterday. And I think it's so perfect that that happened yesterday, and then I have this talk today. God always, and I had no idea that God was going to do this. God always has a way of building upon consciousness and ideas so that we can grow because we are infinite. Are you ready to go deeper? Are you ready to give from God? Oh, I like that. Let me ask it again. Are you ready to give from God? Ooh, that's even better. Let's do it again. Are you ready to give from God? Yes. Yes. Let's clap on that. This is what happens. When you give from you, there's limitation there. There's limits. Limited ideas, limited resources. There's limits. But when you give from God, you have an infinite source. And you become one of the resources 
of God's infinite source. You come from inside and you become the resource that God is using. So God's resourcing God's source out in this world through you and me. Let us be that. When you see anybody, when you look them in the eyes, let us let people see the love, especially we got our mask on our face now. Let them see the smile in your eyes when they can't see the smile on your face. And if you're frowning, take that frown and turn it upside down. We want to decrease this self. See the lower case S, the human self, and step into the Christ self. I have a story I want to share with this guy who was um, going home from work, and he was on a subway to go into the Bronx, and he stopped, he, he um, got off early because he always goes to eat at this certain restaurant, right? So on his way, he, uh, this young teenager comes up to him and and with a knife and said, give me your wallet. So the guy's like, all right, gives him his wallet. And then the, he said, and then the guy, the teenager's about to run away. And the guy says, well, wait a minute, you forgot something. And the young man, what, what did I forget? He said, well, if you're going to be uh, going around taking money from everybody, it's got cold out there, you're going to need my coat. He handed him, he was giving him his coat. And the young man said, why are you doing this? And he said, well, I figure you must really need the money because you're out here in the cold with a knife, you know, sticking people up. He said, I was just on my way to get something to eat, and you interrupted me. I mean, if you want to, you can come eat with me. You're invited to join me. You're welcome to join me. And the young man goes with him to di dinner. And while they're in the diner, the dishwasher comes up, the owner comes up, the work manager comes up. They're all telling this man, hi, the guy's name was uh, Julio Diaz. He's telling him, Hi. And the teenager goes, wow, you know everybody. And he's like, no, I just come here to eat often. He says, why are you doing this? And the young man didn't want to mention that. Why? And then the bill came. He said, well, I guess you're going to have to pay for it because you have my wallet. <laughs> so the young man hands the wallet back to the man. He pays for the thing. And he said, here, and hands him $20. He says, this is what I have, $20. He says, I want to ask something from you. And the young man says, what? He says, hand me that knife. And he took the knife from the young man, and they left that situation. That is an act of giving from God. When the situation is left better than it was before you got in it, God has been in the situation. You have given from God. He was not moved by it. He didn't condemn the young man. He gave the young man the wallet, then offered the young man to come eat with him. Remember, if you are forced to walk a mile and with someone's stuff, you do another mile? Not only did he give the guy the wallet, he offered him to come eat with him. Do more. And don't do it from your human because it won't work. It won't work the way it's intended to. Do from your God itself. Do from the spirit self in you. If someone is acting in a way that does not feel good to you, brush it off. If you're in God consciousness, you can. And it's going to take time. It's going to take practice. Promise, I promise you I know. But I also know that it works. That was an awesome story. When I read that, and I was going to tell this story last week, but God guided me to tell it this week, and I didn't know why, but now I know. Yesterday we had an intention, and it seemed like there was a limitation out of that intention to give 
We didn't have, we, we got 144 donuts, you know, and some cider. That's about how much we thought, how many kids we've got. We had 100 more kids show up. And parents, mind you, some of them had their own buckets. I'm like, oh, all right. One person showed up, was a vixen, had on some uh, fishnet stockings, and uh, Donald was like, all right, keep it moving. This is a children's thing. Keep it moving, chicky poo. And she had a clown outfit, so it was perfect. It's like, keep it moving, chicky Because I was going to go with my um, oil, holy oil, and bless you, bless you, bless you. I'm just kidding. I'm just kidding. <laughs> I'm just kidding. <laughs> I did have the wings on, though, and my, I took the halo off because I had to put my hood on, and the halo blew off. So. But anyway, let that be a story that touches your heart deeply. Where there's injury, let us sow love. In this world, it really needs expressions of love. Like I said, the world doesn't need love. It already has it in your hearts. The world needs for us to express it freely and from the consciousness of God. Amen? Amen? Amen. Amen. Thank you. We're going to have our second special song. And while you guys are singing, I'm going to go get the few kids who are there who have their costumes on so they can show you their costumes. And then um, Sharon, who's the youth director, has a, um, just a few things she wants to say to you all. So I'll be right back. Okay, happy Halloween, number one. Uh, we haven't addressed that. Uh, it's kind of a tradition that we usually do a Halloween song. Uh, we just kind of threw this one together, definitely at the last minute. But uh, Nicholas, as talented as he is, I was able to come up with a little track so that it uh, sounds a little more like the real song. And uh, there's a new Ghostbusters movie that's coming out very shortly. Uh, Ghostbusters was a big part of my childhood in the 80s. And so... Um, we thought it'd be a great up-tempo song for today, for Halloween. So, especially because it actually is Halloween. So, Ugh. Run it through your head. Ow! Who you gonna call? Ghostbusters. 
If you're all alone, pick up the phone and call Ghostbusters. I ain't afraid of no ghosts. Who likes likes the girls? I ain't afraid of no ghosts. Tell you something. Busting makes me feel good. Oh, I ain't afraid of no ghosts. Don't get caught alone, no, no. Ghostbusters. When it comes to your door. Unless you do this once some more, I think you better call Ghostbusters. Who you gonna call? Ghostbusters. Oh, who you gonna call? Ghostbusters. Ghostbusters. Anyway, uh, let's go ahead and um, prepare for our love offering. So just take a deep breath and um, bring to mind what you want to give for your love offering for today. And let's go ahead and affirm our love offering blessing together. Divine love through me blesses and multiplies all that I have, all that I give, and all that I receive. Thank you, God. And of course, if you're giving online, you know what to do. Here, let me take this off because it's muffling. You know what to do. And uh, we will have an usher waiting outside the door for those of you who have your love offerings here. I'm going to have the kids come down so that we can go ahead and um, pray over there. Them. There's a couple things that Sharon wants to share about the, um, the youth and family ministry. This is our youth and family ministry director. I took, oh, you can hear me through this? Okay. Yeah. Um, some of the things I was going to share, um, um, I've been doing a lot of um, classes with Sacred Safety um, through Unity Worldwide Ministry, and we're going to do things a little bit differently with the children. So if you have children coming, children are to come to the classroom, sign in, and then the parents, instead of the kids like they used to, leave with their parents, they will come back to the room. Um, so, because we have a registration form now, we have a sign-in sheet now, and we are developing the pamphlet for parents. Um, yes. So, should be done by next week. So, um, the other thing is we're hoping to do a Christmas play, 
and mm -hmm. Reverend Bonnie offered to help us with that. She's got more experience than I do in that area. So, and the kids picked out a play that they would like to do, so we're gonna make it work. And we're gonna have our Christmas play probably on the 19th. Uh, um, today we talked about um, giving from the heart. I'm not gonna put you on the spot. But um, <laughs> so, and so, and we read some stories about perseverance and then we ended it by making what? <laughs> they made slime for Halloween today. Slime. And they can use it to help calm them, and it helps them prayer when they go into meditation and prayer. They can fidget with their slime today. So, so it was fun. So they all went in the bathroom to make sure it glowed, and it did. So, but um, and so we are also going to. Um, we also talked in, with our giving today. We talked about preparing baskets for the needy. So. And Faith is going to help us with that as far as delivering, but we're going to hopefully have some boxes out front. If people want to donate any unperishable items like canned goods or um, beans or rice or oatmeal or anything that's non-perishable, and we were going to put together some boxes that she will have distributed to a center where they will hopefully have them in time for Thanksgiving. So we're going to get on this hopefully soon. And hopefully there'll be more information coming out on that. But, but the boxes will be here next week. So if you have, feel led to donate, um, anything would be happily received. And then the kids will put the boxes together. And, and Faith offered to distribute. Oh, and Faith offered to distribute them. <laughs> Thank you, Faith. So. Like us all to stand and for our virtual prayer circle, let us extend our hearts and our mind. Thank you. Berkeley, I'm use this. Let us extend our hearts and our minds towards our children and our youth and family ministry. And gently close your eyes and open your hearts to hear this prayer. With open hearts and mind, we allow the power and presence within to guide our thoughts, inspire our dreams, and move us into action. We recognize what gifts, our, what precious gifts our children are, our youth and families are, and know that they brighten the world with their faith and love. We provide a safe and nurturing environment that allows faith and love to unfold. We draw to us all the resources, people, and ideas needed to bring this idea into manifestation. We acknowledge God as our source and know that in co-creating, we bring these ministries into being. For it is through the wonder and power of God that all things exist. We give thanks that the way before us is bathed in light, and we step forward in faith, knowing that through the power and presence of God, the Christ, Jesus, the Christ, our way is made clear. And then the scripture we're going to connect to this comes from Matthew 19, 14. Jesus said, let the little children come to me and do not stop them, for it is to such these that the kingdom of God belongs. Amen. Amen. And now let us affirm our prayer for protection together. We, we don't have the slide for it, so let's just do it by memory. Together, the light of God surrounds us. The love of God enfolds us. 
The power of God protects us. The presence of God watches over us. Wherever we are, God is, and all is well. And now we'll sing our peace song. Praise God, there's peace on earth. I know it begins with me. Praise God, there's peace on earth. The peace that was meant to be with God as creator, family all are we. I now walk with my family in perfect harmony. I know peace begins with me, for this is a is my joy is vow. I praise each moment and give each moment in peace eternally. Praise God, there's peace on earth. I know it begins with me. Halloween, everybody. Enjoy your day. We're not going to do a fellowship, even though it looks okay outside. But um, enjoy your day. Have an awesome day. Thank you for tuning in also on YouTube. Love you all. Thank you for listening to this Unity of Farmington Hills podcast. We hope this has encouraged you, inspired you, and uplifted you. If you are unable to attend our Sunday gatherings, but still want to support our spiritual community, visit our giving page at www.unityfh.com donate.